are listening to Road Trip Branson. I'm your host, Rebecca Schlau. This is episode one. Today we're going to be discussing how to plan your Branson vacation. For those who don't know, Branson is a small town in southwest Missouri. It has been hosting tourists since about the 1960s, and then it really picked up speed in the 1980s. Now it's a very popular tourist attraction in the Midwest. Now I've been going to Branson since I was little. I also live in central Arkansas, so it's a very drivable location, and there's lots of fun stuff to do for kids and adults of all ages. There's a few steps you'll need to consider when you're planning your Branson vacation. First, what do you actually want to get out of this vacation? Do you want to have a fun time with your family or your kids? Are you going up there to relax? Are you going to see the shows? Are you up for thrill-seeking? Are you planning on doing a lot of shopping? Are you big into certain hobbies like, you know, golf or antiquing or looking at historical things? Are you really into museums? These things need to be taken into consideration before planning your trip because knowing what everyone likes to do will help you plan for your outings. Next, figure out your budget. How much do you want to spend versus how much can you possibly spend? Budget will come into play because you have to consider tickets to a lot of different attractions in Branson. So it's not just your hotel stay you'll be paying for. You will be paying a hefty price tag for admission into certain places. Also your food and drinks and things like that. Next, you are going to need to research where you are going to want to stay. Do you need a place that's more of a budget-friendly hotel? Or are you looking forward to a place that's more of a resort? Are you looking for a place with good scenery, good scenic view? Are you looking for a place with an indoor water park? These sorts of things matter, and there's a ton of hotels. So this step will require you to do your research. I always tell people to look online, look at TripAdvisor, ask your friends, look at all the places that they have gone. Also look for deals. You never know when a Hotels.com or Groupon or something like that will offer hotel discounts. Next, you will need to research all the different things you want to do. What sort of attractions do you have time for and what will the budget allow? This would also be a good time to review restaurant choices. There are lots of good places to eat around Branson. I encourage you to look online, ask around, and get some reviews of the different restaurant options. I like to mix it up. So sometimes I like to go down to Branson Landing, which is one of the newer shopping districts in downtown Branson. Other times I prefer to eat closer to my hotel, just someplace that's easy. Other times I like to go to a very specific spot that my kids may want to go to and that may be located on the busy strip. That's usually all the planning I advise for Branson vacations. Typically Branson isn't one of those vacations that I have to plan very far out in advance with the one exception being booking or reserving a spot on the Polar Express which occurs during Christmas time. That thing starts booking up well into the summer, several months in advance. So other than that, I just kind of wing it sometimes in Branson. 
Now I'm going to go over some of the things to do for different age groups. Now, keep in mind, all of the things that I'm going to talk about are usually things I know about, I've gone to, or have some personal experience with. However, there's going to be a lot of things missing from my list because I just haven't done them or haven't heard about them, or no one's really brought it to my attention. But there's tons of things to do. What I did was I just looked at TripAdvisor to see what some of the top rated things to do were, and that's how I compiled some of this list. I will say that there's going to be a few things that are on pretty much every list for all age groups. The main one for me and my family will probably always be Silver Dollar City. Silver Dollar City is a staple in Branson. If Silver Dollar City did not exist, I doubt that Branson would be a tourist attraction today. I love Silver Dollar City so much. It's truly a great theme park. I'm a big Disney goer, and I really think that Silver Dollar City kind of scratches that itch in between my Disney trips because it's very highly themed. There's lots of great attractions, and the food there is really good, too. Silver Dollar City is set in around the 1880s, so you're going to find that all the cast members and everyone who works there is dressed in very themed clothing. They are wearing layers upon layers to give you that authentic appearance, and everyone there is usually super friendly and stays in role and stays in character usually throughout the whole experience. There are so many rides, attractions, and shows there. It would be a real shame if you didn't check out Silver Dollar City. In my opinion, I think Silver Dollar City actually has some of the best roller coasters that are in the country. Well, I say that, but really my only comparisons would probably be Six Flags and Disney World. So, for what I've been to, I really think that Silver Dollar City has better roller coasters than the places I've been. They've added several new attractions, really big, high-intense thrill rides in the last decade that if you have a thrill seeker, you're going to need to check out this park for sure. And for those parents like me, I have three kids, and they range in ages. I have a 7-year-old, a 5-year-old, and a 1-year-old. They can all do different things based on their height requirements. Luckily, Silver Dollar City has me covered. They have tons of kitty attractions, so that means my one-year-old can still go on lots of rides. My seven-year-old can fit on most of the big rides now, and my five-year-old has a big mix of some of the kitty rides and also some of the thrill rides that she can ride on too. There's also several play areas for kids, so not rides, but places where they can go burn off steam, they can go splash around. They can go walk through a really cool old mansion with lots of fun things to look at. They can go shoot each other with little soft balls in a fort area. There's a playground. There's lots of things that they can do. So if you have little kids, there will be no shortage of fun things you can do if they can't ride some of those big roller coaster sorts of rides. There's also a cute little petting zoo, lots of shows, and lots of attractions they can just watch. So you can watch a blacksmith, you can watch the glass blower, you can even watch them make candy, and of course you get to taste some. I also highly recommend Silver Dollar City if you are a foodie. There are tons of amazing food choices here. This is different than most other theme parks. Silver Dollar City has solid food choices like barbecue they have a mexican sort of thing they of course they have standard funnel cake 
pretzels, burgers, that sort of thing. But the amount of skillets and roasted corn on the cob and artisan grilled cheese and vegetables that they offer is just truly outstanding. You will not be disappointed if you love to eat. Silver Dollar City does require a lot of walking and there's a lot of up and down hills. This is one theme park that will never be accused of being too flat. It is pretty much built on a hill. So you will be going up and down the hill. If you have any sort of mobility issues, you would really want to consider doing some sort of electric scooter or electric wheelchair. Okay, so Silver Dollar City is for the young, for the old, and everyone in between. But I want to get back to my list. Let's talk about what all kids can do in Branson besides Silver Dollar City. Well, there's lots of options. I'm just going to read you the list of attractions that I made. You could go to the Amazing Pet Show, go to the Wax Museum, the Butterfly Palace, the Promised Land Zoo, the Wild World Zoo, you could go to Whitewater, that's a water park. You could go to the Toy Museum. There's a big arcade, Arcade City. There's two mountain coasters, those for a little bit older kids who meet the size requirements. There's tons of putt-putt and mini golf. There's also some indoor mini golf options. There's different fun parks with random rides, attractions, games, and things like that. There's something called Branson Ball Knocker. Which, essentially, I think you just get trapped in a huge ball and you get thrown down a hill, kind of like a hamster ball, I think. It looks pretty interesting, actually. There's all sorts of go-karts, bumper boats. There's a huge Ferris wheel. And this Ferris wheel is pretty neat because it used to be in Chicago, if you'd ever gone down to Navy Pier and seen the huge Ferris wheel. Well... That old one is now Branson's new one. There's also what used to be called the Dixie Stampede, which is a dinner show with horses and lots of great food. I think now it's called Dolly Parton Stampede. They got rid of the Dixie. There's also different shows of all sorts. You'd be surprised how many different shows they have. They have magicians. They have comedy shows. They have singing shows. Now, for little kids, they may not be able to handle some of just the full-time singing sorts of shows, but there's definitely some kid shows that they may enjoy. There's also uh, water fountain shows down at Branson Landing where the water fountains and lights uh, make a big spectacle. There's the Sight and Sound Theater, which puts on great plays. There's this zip lines everywhere. There's a huge hot air balloon at downtown Branson. There's actually snow tubing. And from what I hear, uh, you can do this year round. It looks so much fun. I've not done it yet, but I have a friend who has gone snow tubing and she said it was a blast. There's also going down to the fish hatchery. And there's so much more that I haven't even mentioned, but that's just some of the options you could do with your kids. For those people who are interested in more outdoorsy types of activities, maybe my fishers, maybe my hunters, or just people who love nature, you could, of course, go down to the hatchery like I've already mentioned for the kids. You could go on a fishing charter tour. You could go to some of the conservation areas, some of the hiking trails in the area. You can just go to different scenic points around 
the lake. There is a beautiful lake pretty much right there in the middle of everything. Table Rock Lake is just a sight to be seen. And the dam right there is pretty cool to look at too. You could go on a speedboat tour. You could rent kayaks or canoes or paddle boards. You could go to the fishing museum. You could also go to... There's also a Bass Pro shop down there at Branson Landing, but really if you're into Bass Pro, just drive 30 minutes north and go to Springfield to the original. It's not that far and it might be worth your time if you're really into Bass Pro and outdoorsy sorts of things and you need some new equipment maybe. Alright, so bottom line, there are lots of fun things to do for outdoorsy types and really I need y'all to understand. Branson itself is beautiful. The scenery, the rolling hills, the lakes, it's a beautiful setting. So if you love outdoorsy, scenic sorts of things, this place is right up your alley. All right, so the next group of people that might be coming to Branson may be those on a girl's trip. So there's lots of different things to do if you're going on more of a girl's trip. There's tons of different places to get massages, mani-pedis, things like that. Lots of spas. There's also different malls and shopping areas. There's Tanger Outlet Mall, which is a really huge shopping uh, outlet mall. There's also Branson Landing, which has some of the newer stores. There's lots of different antiquing sorts of places, flea markets you will be well taken care of. You and your girlfriends might also enjoy a boat tour or you could go down to Branson Landing and check out all the great restaurants. But I also have another fun idea for a girl's night, but also this could be for a boy's night and really any adult night that you're having. There's this place in Branson Landing that's kind of new, and I swear it is a moonshine bar. And one of the cool things is you walk in and you go up to the bar and they let you sample the moonshine for free. And this place is usually loaded with people. It's packed. You kind of have to wait in line, or at least when I went, you did kind of have to wait in line. Anyway, you get up to the bar, you throw your ID down, and then you just have this teeny tiny thimble sized cup and then the bartender just fills up your little thimbles for each of the different flavors of moonshine that they're showing that day. Now it may not seem like a lot but those thimbles add up. After a few of those thimbles of moonshine I swear you're gonna feel something. Which is probably why the place was ridiculously busy. A lot of people getting free booze. Of course, there's also another side of that bar where you can order uh, your own cocktails and a, a traditional bar. And I think they may even have some food things that you can eat. But for a girls' night, I gotta be honest, this place was loaded with men. All right, let's say you're going to Branson and you are going with some older kids. Now I'm gonna go over a list of things for the older kids to do. I've already mentioned Silver Dollar City, which I think is a huge draw for older kids, adults, and just those people that need a little extra thrill, I would suggest that you go to the, some of the family fun parks with the go-karts and the bumper boats. I'd also suggest trying out some putt-putt golf courses. Who doesn't love putt-putt? Kids, teens, adults, we all love putt-putt. 
Also, I would check out, there's a place on the strip, it's called Bigfoot. And it has tons of those really high thrill-seeking attractions. Uh, sometimes that you'll see YouTube videos of people uh, having a camera on them and they're getting like slingshot up in the air. I think they have stuff like that that's really cool. And they have some stuff for uh, kids to play on at that place too. So there's more than one pretty cool attraction. There's also, of course, that big Ferris wheel, which I think would be neat for a teenager or older kid. There's lots of arcades. Uh, the one at Branson Landing is fresh and new, and they have some virtual simulating rides. There is laser tag in a few different places. There's also Whitewater. Uh, again, that's the water park. Um, also, I just think kids like to run around Branson Landing. There's lots of different shops and things to look at. It's pretty much the equivalent of back in, you know, the 90s when we might run around a mall and just look around, except I think it's relatively safe. I mean, of course you got to be careful, but I haven't seen anything too sketchy down there at this point. Now let's say you're the type of person that is not looking for the thrills, not looking for rides. You are there to maybe either learn or just see things, experience attractions, maybe go to shows. Uh, some people are just big on museums. If you are a big time museum goer, you are in luck. There's several different museums. So there's like a celebrity car museum, a Ripley's Believe It or Not, a Veterans Museum, Ozark History, uh, there's a Titanic Museum, there's a Toy Museum, there's a Hollywood Wax Museum, there's a History of Fishing Museum, there's a Dinosaur Museum, and if you notice, some of those museums may actually be good for your kids and older kids as well. And if you didn't know already, Branson has this whole other side to it around Christmas time. Essentially, all of Branson gets super hyper about Christmas, and they do lots of different shows. They are highly decorated everywhere, and there's new things to experience there that are not offered during the regular season, like the spring or the summer. I've already mentioned one biggie. It's a big draw, too. The Branson Scenic Railway, which is the the railroad in downtown Branson, it offers the Polar Express experience. This is a big thing for kids. The problem is it starts booking up months and months and months in advance. And so by the time you realize you may want to go on Polar Express, like when you start seeing all your friends and they're all wearing matching pajamas and they seem to be having such a great time with cookies and hot chocolate. Uh, by the time you actually see pictures of people on Polar Express, I can already guarantee you it's probably already booked up for the rest of the season. Now, I'm not saying that is 100% true, but I start booking my Polar Express tickets in May. Like I said, there's also different shows that have seasonal experiences. I really like the Dixie Stampede show at Christmas. Uh, again, I don't think it's called Dixie Stampede anymore. Let's just say Dolly Parton Stampede. I love going there. I think the Christmas show is great, but another reason I like to go there is because it serves really good food, and I like that. 
Of course, Silver Dollar City has its own unique um, Christmas display, and it's spectacular. The lights are amazing at Silver Dollar City. Plus, they have lots of different shows that are offered during Christmas time, like the Dickens Christmas Carol is one of my favorites. And of course, Silver Dollar City has to have amazing food at Christmas time. The hot apple cider, the s'mores over the campfire, the apple dumplings. Ooh, I can just taste it all right now. Christmas in my mouth. There's also a few different trail of lights around Branson that are really cool to look at for adults and kids. So while there may be some seasonal differences, and really there's going to be things to do at all times. However, Branton does go through kind of an off-season. That's when Silver Dollar City closes up after its Christmas celebration for the winter, and then it reopens in the spring. When I was a little girl, it just seemed like Branton would really shut down during the off-season. Like some of the restaurants would even close up and would be closed until the summer. Uh, nowadays, most things do stay open, but there may be less options during this so-called off-season in the winter. So I think that wraps up episode one. I really just wanted to give you an overview of what is available at Branson. At some of the future episodes, I hope to be much more specific on different things we like to do, plus giving you my reviews of different hotels, different restaurants, different experiences. I'll also try to keep you up to date on what I have learned some different tips and tricks and what works and what doesn't work. Also, possibly some road trip tips. If you are interested in planning a Disney World vacation, check out my other podcast at Road Trip WDW. So again, thank you guys for tuning in and I hope to see you again real soon at Road Trip Branson.